my roommate left at one point in Los Angeles, you know, two days before rent was due. And I, uh, and I had to, you know, so I got on Craigslist and I just started like, I made a list of like 10 things that I could do really well. And I figured I could make money in Los Angeles. And I just started going after it and hustling. And That's a hell uh, of a story. Yeah. yeah. And I just, you know, and my first voiceover gig was for pornography. And uh, <laughs> you can hear the whole story on the, on the, on episode 13. But that yeah. Was awesome. Uh, you know, yeah. spoil alert for the punchline. <laughs> but I came home and visited once, and I, you know, I met a girl, and then we talked for like a year and a half when I lived down there. Oh and, my! Uh, yeah, we just talked and dated like over the phone, basically. And oh, cool. uh, you give her a little thumb sex there, Bentley. A little. Uh, oh my no. <laughs> Don't kiss and tell. Little, yes. Little webcam action. A little. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Let me yeah. stop. But the biggest thing you can do is always be professional because like, even if you're not getting the most money, even if you're not, you know, maybe some film student now, but you don't know who that, you know, who, who's AD he's going to become or, you know, or she's going to become or whatever it is. I mean, it's not as great as two dicks, but like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, if you took two dicks, you probably wouldn't have tonsils, but that's a whole oh, other, geez. oh, I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to leave that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one oh. alone right there. Now, Good for you, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope my parents are listening because I said I was going live. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, outrageous! Outrageous! Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Cinema After Dark podcast. You know me as Max Cole, and I'm the host and producer of this show. And as you know, I'm broadcasting live here on the Mixler app from the entertainment capital of the world, sunny Los Angeles, California. It is about 6.43 here, and that sun is starting to set over the mountains, and that beautiful moonlight is slowly approaching. I'm looking forward to it. We've had a couple of uh, very bright moon days there, some full moon days out there, and I love that. But thanks so much for joining me on this podcast here tonight. I want to remind everyone listening that you can catch all the episodes of the show, if you subscribe to us on iTunes, you can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and on Mixler now. Also, you can find us on SoundCloud. I don't know if folks out there listening happen to use SoundCloud, but you can also find us on there now, too, as well. And remember, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast, make sure you reach out to me via the contact link that is on our website. Just make sure you have some skin in the game there prior to reaching out. And by skin in the game, we certainly want to make sure you've got a few credits under your belt. We value that for our own credibility, and we've got to have something to talk about. also want to encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Cinema After Dark for the latest show updates. I want to remind everyone out there that's listening that this is an information and discussion-based podcast. We don't censor ourselves, and we sure the hell do not censor our guests. So please keep in mind that there might be views and opinions expressed on the show that may not reflect the views and opinions of the host. Now, I've got quite a treat for you guys tonight. A wonderful gentleman. <laughs> I don't know if I would call him a gentleman, but <laughs> it's debatable. It's a coin flip. No, but he's, he's a great guy. He's somebody that uh, I have a great deal of respect for. And it's sort of hard to introduce this man because he has so many talents. However, he's highly known and respected for his voiceover work. He does some great work uh, for so many different trusted uh, brands out there. Many people know him as a podcaster. Some know him as a stage actor. He does audio production. Uh, he's certainly a man of many voices, and some of you know him as a comedian. 
but his name is Bentley Michaels. And let me bring this guy on the show, Mr. Bentley Michaels. It is a pleasure to have you on the show here this evening. In a world where Max and Bentley are going to talk live on the internet radio. <laughs> oh up, my, how's it going, man? My God. Good, buddy. It's it nice is... to be back. Oh, God, it's good to have you back, man. It's uh, it's such a treat. I remember our last conversation was a, a lengthy conversation. We, I literally, I think I was so worn out by the end of that conversation that I literally collapsed afterwards, man. I didn't even like eat. I just like collapsed. <laughs> yeah, we laughed. We laughed for a solid two and a half hours. That's episode 13, kids. Indeed. You can get it on all the places that Max has said that you can. Indeed. It was one of the early uh, shows. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing the uh, airways with our listeners at that time. It's been quite oh, a man. If there's one thing I like doing is, is podcasting. It's yeah. just like getting to talk with people and then also getting to talk with people who like who get it, you know, who are other, you know, you're a creative type, you, you like, you know, so it's, I don't have to explain to you like the excitement that you get from, you know, doing a product, you know, it's not silly, you know, whereas like sometimes you have your, your non-creative friends that are just like, you're doing what? Why? Yeah, exactly. Is there money in it? There's not? Well, then why, what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, no. why, why, who cares? You know, right. like, no, it's fun, man. You got to create. They're like, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot more of those friends. They kind of like, they kind of came out of the bushes there when you start doing something and, yeah. It's crazy how you find out who really is supportive and, and you really find out those folks that aren't very supportive and they've got, yeah. always got something negative to say, you know? Yeah. The, uh, the, I believe, uh, uh, Kevin Smith calls them the, uh, the why people rather than the why nots, oh, that's, that's, you know, just, you know, why? Yeah. Because it's because, because if I don't make something, my head's going to explode. <laughs> like right. if, I don't, if I don't create something, I'm going to blow my own brains out because I don't know what to do with like all of this, like, you know, whatever it is, you know, at the time, uh, you know, I've, I've done, you know, since we last spoke, I think it was about a year and a half ago. I think yeah. When we last spoke. Yeah, it's about a year and a half. And, yeah. um, and you know, I've done so many projects since then and, you know, uh, and not just for, for other people, but my own personal stuff and people are like, why? I was like, well, I don't know. It's like, I get an idea. And then, so unless I put it out in the world, it's not going to, it's not going to go away. And it's like that, that itch in the middle of your back where you have to like, you know, like a bear rub it on the tree or something like that. Like oh, you yeah. just gotta, you just gotta, you know, get it out there or else. And then you're like, ah, oh, good. <laughs> and, and my biggest thing is like, I just want to see it half the time, Yeah, like, you know, it, take me out of it, even though I'm in most of the stuff, you know, cause like, cause you know, even, even as you get older and that sort of stuff, I just remember like making homemade movies with my, my brother. And it was like, well, you know, I'll be in front of the camera and he like directing and he like, you know, he's like, you like, you know, making me do silly stuff, you know? So he's like, okay, you run over there and you do, you know, cause we were both huge fans of like Jackie Chan, oh, yeah. you know, action movies. And that's like right when, you know, rumble in the Bronx came to right. America and, yeah. you know, and all that sort of stuff. And, and so like, you know, we were prime age for that, you know, sort And so he would just direct and that's, you know, kind of like where it all started was me and my brother and my parents homemade, you know, or their, their, uh, their video camera. Oh yeah. Like you learned that, you learned that cool trick that if it's on a tripod and you turn it off <laughs> and then you step out of frame and turn it back on, right. you disappear and crap, you know, <laughs> I can't tell you how many stupid lightsabers, star Wars things that we made. Just like, and he's like, all right, now freeze. And then like, right. and we didn't even have like lightsabers. We had like these colored bats. Like, <laughs> like one was one, one was a red one, you know? And so it's just like, we'd, I had this hockey handle, like this grip that I would, cause I played hockey as a oh, kid. Oh yeah, me too. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I love playing hockey. It's it's hockey's the best sport. It's yeah. got, it's got, you know, the hand-eye coordination of golf. It's got the speed and the tenacity, you know, the speed of soccer, then like the tenacity of football. Yep. But like, you know, and then, you know, you're just, oh man, the shape I was in back then. Oh, oh I know. Shape. I hear you on that, man. I hear you on that. <laughs> well, let's give our listeners some context. Would you mind sure. talking about, you know, where you were born and raised and how yeah. you kind of got started in this whole thing? Because... I mean, and briefly, because your story is so fascinating that we could probably talk for hours just on that. Oh, but yeah. I was um, I was born in Washington in, in, a, in the sleepy little hamlet of Ellensburg. <laughs> and then uh, I lived in Bend, Oregon for a while. And then I moved to the capital of Salem, Oregon, when I was about five. And I've kind of been here off and on ever since, you know, like all I've, you know, started playing music and started picking up instruments, you know, when I was like. 11 or 12 and then yeah i can pretty much play everything that you need to be in like you know five-piece rock band so i pretty much played every instrument there there is uh, to be in a band because like i just like performing and being on stage and having fun and playing music and then you know in my early 20s i wanted to be a, a drummer i wanted to be you know a guy that was in a band and we toured around and i had several different bands that played shows to every weekend and we would go up in washington and then down to california and we were and then i went out with another band when they could afford to uh, when they could afford to pay someone, they were kind of an up and coming band. And so I just went out and lugged gear for them. Cause like my bands weren't really going anywhere. And I was like, yeah. these guys seem to be on the come up. It's in case anybody gets sick, I can play every single instrument. So it's like, right, you know, right. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and they had a lot of dudes. They had like three guitar players and a keyboard player and a, oh. and a, uh, and a, a bass player and a, and, and a drummer. So it's nice. like, I was like, someone's got to get sick at some point or, yeah. or they just got to get sick of each other. And I love these guys. <laughs> But uh, it, it was not to be. We I came home after like three or four months on the road with them. They're like, yeah, we'll be back in like, you know, a couple weeks. We're going to come back through. And they sent me on a train uh, home from Montana, which is where they were based out of. So 15 mm, hour yeah. train ride back to Oregon. And uh, man, trains are fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? They've gotten a little better, though. I, I took one recently to San Diego yeah. and it wasn't too bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. But uh, yeah. yeah, they aren't very comfortable for long rides. That's yeah. for sure. For like a six-two dude yeah. who didn't have like a, a sleeping cart or anything, if that fifteen-hour ride from Montana was was pretty gnarly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then uh, a dude from my hometown, uh, he he went down to the Musicians Institute. And oh, I went there I, too. Uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. For, uh, if I remember correctly, it was for video production. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, music video. Yeah. Yeah. And awesome. um, yeah. And, and so he, and he ended up playing for Rihanna, uh, you know, like oh. during the umbrella and like all that, you know, he played for her for several years. I mean, he played with a bunch of people, but, and then, uh, but I was like, I played shows with that guy and yeah. I was like, and, and now he's like, you know, he's at the O2 arena getting a, like a, you know, a, a DJ set break. Cause Rihanna's got to change the costume. So he's on stage by himself for like 10 minutes. I was like, well, fuck man. Like I got to go down there and down there to <laughs> become a professional drummer. Cause my, oh, yeah. um, my favorite drummer in the whole world is Josh freeze and Josh freeze. He plays for everybody. He's out with sting right now. Yeah. And before that he was playing with sublime with Rome. And then before that he was playing with, I mean, gosh, he's played on everybody's records and, uh, and he played, he's the vandals drummer since the early nineties and stuff like that punk rock band and, and and you know he's playing kelly clarkson records avril lavigne records uh evanescence records like all, all right. of these hits like i play a game with people and i go who's a drummer on this and there's only one answer and it's just <laughs> like there's a song on the radio like the only thing he hasn't really conquered is nashville i think so right. like we <laughs> i wanted to do that i just like playing for other people and i and i like the you know i'd had my heart broken one too many times with like you know my own music and that sort of stuff or mm. being in you know investing so i just like the idea of being a hired gun like i'm best in a producing aspect like if somebody right. brings me something i'm very very good at like 
seeing like where the holes are like you know or, or we, you know it's one of my favorite things to do like with other comedians just sit around and talk about jokes like i mean guys that i'm friends with obviously i would never do it to someone i don't know but just you know i i just had a friend he sent me like a 25 minute set and he goes and i said i would love to give you notes if you're interested and he goes yeah yeah yeah. and so i've been i'm after after we get done here i'm actually gonna i listened to it a couple times yesterday and i'm gonna go through and make him like a commentary track mp3 because like you oh, know that's awesome yeah. You know, a few things he can change that'll just totally because he's he's a funny as shit guy, man. Yeah. And then uh yeah, and so I just start playing with people and then you know, my roommate left at one point in Los Angeles, you know, two days before rent was due, and I uh and I had to, you know, so I got on Craigslist and I just started like I made a list of like ten things that I could do really well and I figure yeah. I could make money in Los Angeles and I just started going after it and hustling and That's a hell um, of a story. Yeah. yeah. And I just, you know, and my first voiceover gig was for pornography and uh, <laughs> you can hear the whole story on the, on the, on episode 13, but yeah, yeah, awesome. uh, you know, yeah. spoiler alert <laughs> for the punchline, <laughs> but it, it was great. And then I did the super poker film where I played Batman with my buddy Sasha and, uh, and then we did some stuff and I would just start working on other people's stuff. I like uh, when Barack was going for office the first time, right. Uh, he had that whole thing about, you know, like you can call me at any time or something like that. Oh, yeah. Up. yeah. So I did his voice. <laughs> and I think that's like the last time I did it. It was like before he got into office and right. I never tried to learn it again after that. <laughs> that's a hard one to do too. My yeah. God. I mean, it's in my range yeah. for sure. Like, you know, it's that sort of, um, that sort of, you know, it's kind of like right in here. There's that, you know, uh, it was the first time I've tried to do it in many years, but, uh, Max or on the podcast. Wonderful. You know, I mean, that's not good, but you know, it's like, it's all, you it know, wasn't like, bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, for not doing it for eight yeah. years, yeah, I feel proud of it. It's better than my Christopher Walken. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Another one that's difficult. Everybody does it. So I figure why do it, you know? Right. Right. But yeah, the, I started voiceover work and then I moved back to Oregon and and kind of, you know, over the last six years have built a uh, work from home voiceover business. And it's really cool, especially in the last two years, a lot more so. But like how much more relaxed people are with like working with someone over the Internet and then shipping you, you know, hundreds of dollars or whatever. You know, yeah. it's uh, and, you know, I've obviously refined my business model and that sort of stuff and, you know, gotten you learned, you know, been screwed over sometimes had to learn how to, you know get money first and then, you know, and, and not just be excited that I got a project, you know, and I remember this one time I went after this dude for like five months for like 50 bucks, but it's like, I did the job, you know, and it was already being used like on the, the company they worked for his website and stuff like that. Wow. So, but I just hammered him right. hammered, until finally I got like a lawyer friend of mine to draft up a letter and I, and I mailed it to him and then yeah, I got that money real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Actually let's rewind. Cause I, I, I love that you do this. It's cool. For one thing, you, you know, obviously work from, home you've kind of work outside the industry which is great uh it's one of those things that i always tell people when you're talented you can really create a career and you don't have to necessarily live in los angeles probably better for your own sanity sometimes <laughs> to be honest yeah. but it's really cool that you do that and you obviously you wear a number of different hats folks that are listening to this for the first time are probably curious about what you do even though you've mentioned it a little bit here but uh, yeah. would you mind kind of bringing listeners up to speed on the type of yeah. voiceover work that you do and the type of work you do in general? Sure. Yeah, I am a I'm a full time professional voiceover actor. I'm non-union. So all you union people out there, sorry. But <laughs> I kind of like I'm just this way in general. I don't like others dictating like for me, me being non-union because I do live in Oregon and that sort of stuff, like I would be competing with all the biggest talent in Los Angeles and New York and all that sort of stuff, you know, for like those big gigs. And I'm sure at one point, hopefully I'll get to a place where that makes more sense. And, right. you know, people are knocking down my door to, you know, 
back a dump truck of money up to my house. But like <laughs> until then, like I don't like other people, you know. So for me, like if I if I don't eat if I don't eat or pay my bills, it's because I'm not out there marketing. I'm not out there trying hard enough. Right. And uh, and you know uh, what's what's Billy Zane in Titanic? I make my own luck or whatever it is. Uh, I don't know why that just came to my brain. But you know, um, yeah, I, I do. I I 100 myself. BentleyMichaels.com/slash/voice. And yeah, I do voiceovers for podcasts, uh, intros, outros, film, television, radio, explainer videos. You know, like, you know, if you've ever had a job and they, they're like, they stick you in the back room, they're like, watch this DVD. And it's just like, always be cool to the customers. And, you know, don't touch your female <laughs> employees here. Like, I'm that jerk. <laughs> and then I'm also like the dude that's like, those HR know, videos. Yeah, exactly. The HR videos. They're like, be respectful. Don't be an asshole, which is basically what those videos should just say. <laughs> but like, that's not corporate America, <laughs> but yeah, but then also, you know, I get, I get the occasional sort of indie film trailer thing a little bit, as you kind of heard, I get, oh, yeah. I get some character stuff as well. I'm starting to do more of that. I actually just worked on a, I can't really talk about it, but I just, I just replaced a Hollywood actor. He was on the show, the wire mm, and I can't yeah. remember his name, but I replaced him in an animated car. At first it was just going to be an ADR gig, like where I dubbed his voice. Cause I could kind of like get his voice. You know, I had his, once again, it's in my range, Yeah. but then the guys liked me so much. They were, <laughs> I got this call back from them and they're like, like 20 minutes after I got off the phone with them and, and, you know, or the Skype Skype session with them, but they called me cause they had my number and, and, and I was like, hello, you know, and they're like, Hey, so, uh, we're going to fire this guy. Can we set up another recording session so you can record all the lines for the pilot? <laughs> And then if it gets picked <laughs> up, you're the guy now. And I was yeah. like, shit. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. You yeah. know, I, I, yeah, I, that sucks for him. They're like, oh, he's off filming a movie. He's doing fine. I'm like, all right, fuck him then. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but then, you know, quick, you know, I've done some stuff for a AT&T and yeah. Nike Reebok. I sent you a picture with all the logos on it. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> so, insane. Your client list is insane, man. It's just fantastic, man. And there's more. I, I keep a logos thing, a 2017 logos thing. And nice. I, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting more. I just, I added BMW this year to it. I added, I had a bunch of stuff to it. It's really weird because I've gotten to the point since we last talked, like before it's like I was busy and I made a living, but now yeah. like I just had to raise my rates because I was too busy. Oh, I and, hear you. Right. Yeah. You know, so like when you're doing anywhere from five to 10 projects a day, you know, I mean, I'm making awesome money, but it was more like now I'm God, I got to keep up with everything. It sucks. Like, you know, I was having a hard time. So yeah, I was like, you know, I kind of like, you know, uh, uh, knocked out my cue sent out some emails to some, you know, to some people. I'm like, rates going up. Would love to keep you on board. Cause I have a lot of repeat uh, clients now, you know, I've got a nice laundry list of uh, repeat clients that explainer videos and, you know, corporate narration and stuff like that. And I go, oh, rates are going so up. Yeah. You know, I would love to, you know, keep you on, uh, but if not, no harm, no foul. And then, you know, if you ever do have a project, you know, kind of like going, you know, within the rates, you know, let me know. And I'm happy to work with you. And most people are really cool about it. They're like, I totally get it. We thought we were underpaying you. And I was like, oh, you sons of bitches. Why doesn't no one ever tell me this? <laughs> so now I do less work and make more money. And that's kind of, you know, the, the, but it does feel weird for, you know, definitely kind of like the workaholic personality where it's like, oh man, I'm, I'm still making the same amount, you know, I'm, or actually even more. This this month is 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 probably one of my best months I've had in a long, long time. Right. Sometimes you get like those crazy gigs where they're just like, here's a bag of Scrooge McDuck cash. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> but like, you know, in general, I kind of like can, you know, I can, I, I kind of know how much I'm going to make every month. And, right. uh, and but but I, I've also watched that rise over the last year where I'm just going like, 
man, it keeps going up every month. This is nuts. And now it's, you know, this month it's, it's about the same, but also, you know, I did lose some people. So hopefully, yeah. you know, we'll be on the up and rise and knowing that I do have a steady client list now. And, you know, if people are like, well, who do you work for? And, you know, I can, you know, drop some names and they're like, oh, okay, never mind. You know, right. pay you money too. Yeah, it's cool, uh, it's cool how yeah. that works, by the way. It's like, I find it interesting. You know, it's always about that reputation and how one job leads to another job. You know, if you really do good work, good things are going to happen. But it's great that you've been able to do it. Um, only reason I made that because I've got a version of that headshot without the logos, but I made a version with the logos just so like, cause it's really weird. Sometimes people like for voiceover, they want a headshot and I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah, it's not, you know, I'm like, that's so weird. But, but <laughs> I use that, I use that image with the logos. I've got a, you know, I got an ID tagged, uh, MP3 with like my, my demo reel. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so so that way, well, like when it pops up, like in their iTunes or, you know, their whatever Windows Media Player is or whatever, it's got the picture with all the logos on it. Absolutely. And, yep. You know, so the, so then they're like, oh, shit, you know, or sometimes I'll just, you know, attach it under the end of the email anyway and be like, oh, whoops, sorry. <laughs> you know, didn't know if you needed this. I'll just place this here. Uh, you I know, love that. You know, it's like, and my dick's on the table. So what do you think? <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you, know? you got to slap it on the table there, Bentley. You got yeah, exactly. to slap it yeah. on the table. Oh my. I actually I'm opening the picture right now just to see. Yeah, there's some stuff that like I forgot and like that that's why yeah. Oh, yeah Princeton the, University. Yeah. That thing was that thing was cool. That was for the oh yeah, the Nielsen Rating Company. I haven't looked at this in a while. Comcast, Walgreens. Wow, cool. Man, I, I must I I should do this for money. Um, <laughs> but there's this there's this I believe it was the Princeton University thing. It was this this uh professor there that has uh, I believe he has MS mm. and so he doesn't he can't really talk that well anymore you know mm. he's he's definitely farther along in it and he's in a wheelchair wow. but they were honoring him and so he wrote this speech and he started it but then I came in and I read the rest of it and so it played at like the commencement graduation thing oh, um, wow. uh, you know as uh, and he was a speaker at it so yeah. that was really cool like because my my aunt who who this year finally uh, sir, sir sir came to uh, muscular dystrophy Ooh. but Right. But oh, no, nah, that that broad lived like they said she'd be dead by thirty five, and she died at sixty four. So she, Jeez. you know, yeah, yeah lived. You know, lived she 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 had a good run. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I miss her though because she was she she's that person in your family. Like sometimes, like your brothers and your sisters and all that sort of stuff, and your parents. Like you don't always see yourself in them. Right. And, and but there's that one family. Maybe you're like, oh, you get yep. it. Yep. Yeah. It's so true. That's so so and true. She was that for me. I I, yeah. I miss. I miss chatting with her because she would always ask about the work and, you know, and I would always go to her for business advice. Honestly, I'm like, this is going to, you know, because she was so smart. But yeah, yeah, I do voiceovers. I work from home. I'm sitting in my studio right now and, uh, you know, just hanging out in some basketball shorts. I do a majority of my work in basketball shorts. <laughs> or I do live in Oregon, so it gets cold in the winter. Or right. At least you didn't uh, say naked. At least you didn't say naked. I was... Oh no, no one wants that. It's oh, like my. an ice cream cone. Like, no, it just looks disgusting. Like, you know, if you leave a <laughs> cone outside for like less than a just a couple minutes and you're just starting to get like a little saggy. Yeah. <laughs> Papa needs to hit the gym a little bit harder. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh my. By the way, we've got a question from the chat here. It's sort well, of reference. How did you find it leaving LA and going back home? I miss it. I'm actually going to come down, I think, in September, October area and yeah. see a bunch of friends and stuff like that. But I didn't uh, I didn't mind it because I left for love and yeah. uh, I came home and visited once and I, you know, I met a girl and then we talked for like a year and a half when I lived down there. Oh, and, my. Uh, yeah. We just talked and dated like over the phone, basically. And oh, cool. uh, 
you give her a little phone sex there, Bentley? A little, uh... Oh, come on now. <laughs> Don't kiss little, and tell. Little, yes. little webcam action, a little, uh... <laughs> Uh, uh, let me yeah. stop. That is, that's the only time too. Only with that girl. Like I, I was like, how that's does this awesome. work? You know, I was like, I was like, do we like this is an actual thing? This isn't just in the movies, right? Like people do this. She's <laughs> like, yeah, people do this. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> I just felt bad for my roommates because sometimes I'd forget and I'm just like, I remember I was on the phone with her once. I looked up and my roommates just like look at me and he's like, oh. shut the door. Oh, <laughs> I love that, man. That's what it's all about right there. <laughs> or, my behind, or my downstairs neighbor sometimes, you know, like <laughs> I would make eye contact with them and for sure they had heard whatever horrible <laughs> things I was, you know, sexy things I was saying or whatever. <laughs> I was like, hey, hi. <laughs> Sorry if I got too sexy for you last night. <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, man. my big Killing problem me. with it was kind of like, was kind of like what I was saying earlier, which was like when I came home, I was teaching tap dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found a studio and they, you know, they paid insanely well. And they, uh, you know, and I had like a nice 25 hours a week and, you know, at 50 bucks an hour, that's pretty sweet. So yeah. like, Jeez. and then like, you know, it went to like 15 hours the next year. And nice. then it went to like three hours because mm. apparently I'm a very tough teacher. And so everyone wanted the. <laughs> The lady who ran the studio to teach the dance because she was much nicer than me where i was like come on guys like you know i'm very i 100 150 percent is is minimum like that's what you gotta have right so like right. I back my biggest transition was just trying to make money because i work like 38 hours a week i, I worked as a it used to be on hollywood boulevard it's not there anymore oh, yeah. but it was it was a four-story nightclub called the cress huh yes yeah, sounds familiar I, yeah, yeah yeah like back parking lot shared it was like it's like the back parking lot was right next to the the gay pride that that big tall building there you know okay like, i know exactly what you're talking about yeah so that that was like the back parking lot of the crest and then there's like some other smaller club like right across the street from it like the right. chairs on that street right but i worked there as a bathroom attendant friday saturday night from i got there at 9 30 clubbed open at 10 30 no one was really up there till 11 30 done at 1 30 and i and then i taught tap dance out in east los angeles in a china an all chinese community i was like the only white person <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and then like the kids would translate f- to like their parents you know like when their parents would have questions for me or something oh, yeah. like that it was but i i worked like you know i and then it was a four-layer club and then i started managing the the bathroom attendant service because they were a company out of uh, out of san diego and uh, the crest was their only hollywood thing and so they got tired of driving up here every weekend so they just mm. had me manage i got you know a percentage of that and and uh and so you know 38 hours a week and i was making anywhere from eight to 12 grand a month oh and wow. like, good just good money working in the bathroom handing out mints and cigarettes man my like, god you know it's fantastic yeah, and uh, yeah. And so coming back home to like teaching dance, which was cool. But then I also started, I also started working as a barista and I was like, dude, this sucks. I hate this. Like <laughs> I, I would still look for stuff in, in California, like uh, on the, on the Hollywood Craigslist or, or Los Angeles Craigslist for voiceover work. And I would yeah. get stuff occasionally, but one day I just got fed up and I was like, got it. I got it. I just quit everything and just focused on voiceover, which wasn't smart financially, but <laughs> well, you <laughs> but know what? It paid off though. It, it did yeah. pay off. Yeah. And so like, I mean, I guess to answer the question, that's my biggest transition was kind of going from like this and also being a single person and now yeah. being with a woman who had two kids. And I was just like that. That was a huge adjustment for me. Oh, you yeah. Know? And oh, goodness. I mean, a dad doing all that, you know, all that stuff. But uh, that's no joke. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. The kids are a great motivator because yeah. when you see two little kids and they go, we're hungry, and you're like, well, I better start doing some more marketing or get better at doing voiceover because <laughs> these, these those aren't going to feed themselves, you know? Yeah, true, true, true that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I liked it, though. Like, I mean, I, I don't – I miss Los Angeles for what I think, you know, because I was down there 10 years ago. Yeah. I, I – in the March of 2007 is when I went down for music school. So wow. I'm wondering what it would have been like had I not come back in 2010, you know, if I'd stayed down mm. there, like, right. Just cause there's so many comedians and people that I see whom I had heard of through friends of friends that I thought were great, but they were just starting out. Yeah. Now they're and, taking off. Right. And now like, for example, perfect example is this comedian named Adam Ray. Yeah. And like, I, saw Adam on a show with my buddy, uh, my buddy's buddy. And, yeah. and, and now he's in movies, he's got a TV show. He's got, and I was just like, you know, I do think about that occasionally, but right. I also, you know, I also have a three story house on a like quarter acre of land. Oh my. And in Los Angeles that run me like $3 million. Exactly, man. God, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> at least. And like my payment, my payment up here is like a, a one bedroom apartment. Oh you know? my and, God. I, and I've got, you know, huge, huge yard for all the doggies and, oh, uh, my being surprisingly good right now. i I've, i fed them and and uh and so i think they're like oh good we're fed now we can lay back down because we haven't slept enough today <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like the fact that you're a dog lover too we'll get into that in a second here and shout out to everybody that's in the chat and listening right now really appreciate yeah, thank you very much that's cool because i don't think you had that feature last time so that's no awesome no yeah. you from your audience and, and they want to listen live and be in the chat room yeah yeah uh, it's great yeah it's good Good times. Now, you recently attended a conference in Chicago, too. I wanted to talk about that. How was that? And did you end up having to you know, duck any bullets while you were there? <laughs> oh, no. it was. It, it's like you fly into Chicago, and then I drove like 90 minutes outside of it. Oh, so, yeah. You know, you know, I was I was out in... It, it, honestly, it felt like Oregon. Like nice. it felt like yeah. like I was on the middle, like just at some Hilton Gardens Hotel Conference Center room, you know, like out in... Uh, Kankakee, I think it was the can mm. Kankakee or something like that. But uh, but yeah, it was it was cool. I felt like a I felt like a real big boy. You know, I yeah. went did my first conference like as an adult. You know, I went to this because it was a voiceover conference, and I and this mentor uh, uh, whose name of is Bill Deweese. He works out of Chicago. He's near Kankakee, but he works from his home studio too, and makes a crazy six figure living oh, like my. in his basement. And so you know, I've been following him since I started this this journey. Right. And, uh, you know, so he had this and I and then uh, Dave Fenoy, um, mm-hmm. he does a lot of video game work. He does a lot of promo work, but you probably know him best. Like when Hulu Plus first started, like three oh, or four yes. years, mm-hmm. he was the Hulu only on Hulu Plus. What? Yeah, yeah. I know exactly. It's, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sweet man. Got these big old long dreadlocks and everything. He's so cool. Yeah. Nice, but he does tons, tons of video game work. But if you check him out, Dave Fenoy on IMDb. But oh, they cool. were they were doing like a weekend seminar. Like Bill was doing like all the because he he was a marketer. He like he used to before he started voiceover. He was a marketer for Fortune 500 companies. And yeah. so he just used his knowledge. He has a bachelor's in marketing. So he used this knowledge to start his business. And then within 18 months was making a six figure voiceover. Jesus. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, I got to get on that stuff. So. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I bought some of his programs and worked some of his stuff, but I just wasn't that good yet. Mm, yeah. Now, like I um, you know, I felt that I was getting to be that good, and so like I, you know, bought the plane ticket, 
gave him the money, did some stuff, you know. And so Saturday was like an eight hour conference day about marketing and different ways you can do your business. And I'm a very hands on tactile learner because of the ADHD, OCD and dyslexia. It's like I have to. Like the sweet tri- yeah, the sweet trifecta of, of, of learning. But it's like I have to like be able to really interact with somebody. So that was cool. And then Sunday was all performance based. It was eight hours of different performance with with Dave. Wow. And like, you know, you would go up in front of the class. Basically, you know, he would have here's some character scripts. Here's some promo scripts. Here's a radio script. Here's a movie trailer script. Here's this thing. Here's the And it was cool on the second day to go up and like people were scared. I was like, dude, you guys paid, we, we all paid shitloads of money to be here. Why are you guys not fucking taking advantage? <laughs> like, so it's like, I just kept getting up. I went up probably like four or five times. Oh my. And, yeah. and I just tried different stuff. And I want to, I want to be like, I want to know if I'm good at this read, this type of read, this type of thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I know I can do characters or whatever, but he was really working on emotion and that sort of, you know, all the, all the, you know, subtle logistics behind it. Cause he does so many, so many video games, but it was cool to get up and know that like my, trailer read my promo read my you know commercial whatever this type like things that i really like but i just kind of fuck around with like he was like oh no that was very good i'll just you know for since you're up here for the sake like let's just try some different directive stuff and to like take direction from him and have him go that was wonderful you know it it meant the world to me i was like fuck i'm not i i am i am on the right track you know right so when i left there that was in november and so like when i left and i came back i was like I'd never been more motivated ever really. And like, I was already starting to do much better, but like since November, yeah, my business has probably tripled just because now I have like the confidence of somebody who's an industry professional who I've heard come out of my iPad so many times, you know, (laughs) tell me that I was good at something, you know, you kind of get like that. You're like, all right, I'm not, you know, it's not just me fucking around talking to a microphone. Like I'm actually good at it. Right. And like, I knew I was good at because I've been making a living at it for a couple of years at that point, like, you know, steadily. Yeah. but like, but yeah, to, to, to have it, you know, it's just, it's, I, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, you know, w- oh, yeah. where, you know, you, you give someone your script or, you know, whatever it is and they, and they're a writer or something, they go, oh, they, no, this is great. Yeah. No, yeah. Maybe change a couple of these things, but I mean, in general, no, man, like this is great. You know, it's uh it was a cool thing. So like, oh, you know, awesome. I was up there with all the confidence in the world and, and redid some demos, did some stuff and, you know, and have just been booking work left and right oh, ever since week. Love hearing that, yeah. man. Love yeah, hearing I'm that. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Uh, I was texted with you one night, uh, yeah. like a month or something ago. But uh, I know. By the way, folks, we, we'll sit up here. We'll be texting at 1 o'clock in the morning. You're up. Oh, yeah. No, 1 2 o'clock in the morning. I think that's what we. That's when we set this up with yeah. last night. <laughs> last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's badass. And, uh, but like, yeah, I uh, I told you I, I was texting with you and I was told you I was like I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to file or, or I'm gonna have to uh, uh, hire like a uh, someone to do my taxes this year because I right. made enough money where I go I ain't trying to do fucking TurboTax with this I ain't fucking this up like I need to hire a professional to like start dealing with my money and stuff so yeah it, and that's no a weird joke. thing because once again I mean like right now like before we started talking I did a project you know made 150 bucks and I'm wearing slippers shorts. <laughs> in a v-neck shirt <laughs> like, just a white t-shirt just sitting here and you know it's it's a it's a it's a rad gig and i'm i'm so happy that you know i get to uh, i just gotta update my website gotta get on that squarespace thing i'm, okay, I'm redoing right. all my demos right now nice and in between like all the actual work you know i'm doing like a lot of character demo stuff and right. uh and and revamping a bunch of stuff and i'm writing it all and producing it all and you know all the copy oh and i I don't know how you do it, dude. Listen, I mean, folks listening to this right now, this man works his ass off. There is nothing that you do not do. And people don't really realize that. Some people don't realize how much time goes into branding yourself, 
creating the content. I mean, it's just, it is a... And being okay with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I, that was my biggest hurdle. Like, when I got those headshots done, right. I had to, like, really be okay with the fact that, like, it is a business. I am a business, which is weird, you know, on BentleyMichaels.com. Yeah. Right. But like, you know, uh, LLC and like, uh, <laughs> but I'm like, I've never been the, uh, and you wouldn't know it by this, by this conversation, but like, I've never really been one. Like, I mean, I feel comfortable with you and like that we're specifically here for an interview and you know, yeah. your logo is popcorn and 3d glass. Like, so like, we're here to talk, you know, <laughs> we're here to talk the industry fuckers. Like, <laughs> but like, uh, but you know, I, I've, I've never really won like, like her, her, um, my, my ex's family, yeah. they all, they're all the guys, like they all work with their hands. Right. And so like, mm-hmm. they're like, so what are you up to? And I was like, oh, uh, you know, I talked in a microphone today for like 20 <laughs> minutes and they're like, that's it. I was like, well, yeah, but I also made like 1500 bucks. And they're, they're like, what, what the fuck? Indeed. You know? Right. Right. And, and I'm like, and then I watched Netflix and then like I threw the ball for the dogs and then it's like, I like I took a walk. You know? Oh, that's what it's all about, man. I'd love that, yeah. man. Absolutely. <laughs> love that you hear that yeah. folks my god that's yeah that's... but but there's also that's also that thing like where it's like chris pratt was like this overnight success except for the fact that he was like in yeah. you know three four movies as like the the background guy yep. and he was you know andy dwyer and then he was also on everwood and you know so yeah and and then he got buff and then you know he became star lord and so like that's yeah. what really popped for him but it's like at the same time that guy that guy was working nonstop for 10 plus years yep. beforehand exactly and 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 you know and so now like any sort of like when people give me crap or whatever like some of my friends are like man you just you know blah i was like yeah but dude you know like since 2010 since i like started on this journey it has not been an easy road like, right mm-hmm. like you know some people i have borrowed money from like, right mm-hmm. now absolutely me crap about it i'm just like yeah but remember when i borrowed money I was poor? <laughs> yeah yeah it's a grind it's <laughs> a grind but it pays off man when you believe in yourself you keep putting out good work man and and you have to be okay with the fact that like, you know, you're like, you have to, you can't think of it as like, you're just like, this is, I have to separate it. I have yep. to go like, this is some bozo, mm-hmm. this Bentley Michaels guy, like this voice, like this is just a guy who's good at it. And it's like, I have to get out of my own head. And like, once I was able to do that, I started booking tons of shit because I was always like, well, no, cause it'll sound too much like, like, no, if they say, give him the movie trailer guy, you have to talk. <laughs> and the thing is you go down at the end of every sentence to give it finality, <laughs> you know, like. That's Love what that. they want. You can't be like, well, I sound too much like the movie trailer guy. And like, for some reason, I would always do that. I'm like, I, I think I sound too much like him. They're like, yeah, idiot. That's why we hired you. Like, <laughs> or like, you oh, know, impersonating man. people's voices or whatever like that. It's like when I do some ADR stuff or whatever. Like, yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> I think last time, I think last time I had just started learning this one, but it's gotten really, it's gotten, it's gotten Uh-oh. a lot better, I think, since then. Oh, no. But I think the last time I was on, I had just started to learn Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was fantastic. But now, Max, I have Nick Offerman down to a T. <laughs> now, here's the deal. I'm going to need all of your eggs and bacon. Please and thank you. <laughs> oh, it's bacon and eggs. That's <laughs> yeah. I need all of the bacon and eggs from the back. Please and thank you. Oh yeah. my. That is awesome. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I did. Uh, I, th- I think I've done that. I did that impression video after we talked last time. Yeah, yeah I, think yeah. I was gearing up to do it. Like it was celebrities against celebrity impressions, <laughs> and uh, you know, so it's like one of those PSAs where they all read the same, you know, script and then they just cut them together. Yeah, and it, was, it was Nick Offerman. There was Van Damme. Yeah, Van Damme. There was Van Damme. There was, yeah. was uh... uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, uh, you know, here to tell you about 
hey, let me do my own voice, okay? And um, let's see, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. And uh, which is, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Pretty much just, you know, you talk higher and you know, kind of faster. And it's like, hi, nice <laughs> to meet you. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. here, here to talk to you about a very important cause. I don't know what it is yet because the cue card is not. Ah, there it is. Celebrities <laughs> against celebrity impressions. What am I doing here? Um, <laughs> You'd Optimus Prime. Oh, oh, yeah. I uh, actually, you know, what's really cool is that I, uh, I, I sent this, uh, this, I did this cool thing where this kid for Christmas was going to, he was going to Universal Orlando where they have an Optimus Prime thing. Yeah. But then he was also going to Disneyland. So I sent him this MP3 as Mater and Optimus Prime. And they played it for him Christmas morning, and they sent me a video of him, and he just like started freaking out and crying oh, and my. stuff. And you know, it's like because he like he hears his voice coming through a phone or whatever, and then it's like, and then it's like, also you're going to Disneyland. Oh, and on top of that, hold on, here's Optimus Prime, and also you're going to Universal. You know, he's just oh, like, oh, God. God. You know, it was it was the coolest thing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, Jesse Ventura was in there, and yep. uh, and uh, Brad Pitt, and yeah, Brad Pitt, a yeah, is... bunch of other people. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, good old Brad Pitt. Hi, how you doing? Yep, making uh, recently single, and I'm ready to mingle. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I love doing all that stuff, and yeah. then you know, and then you know, working on working on some of my own stuff. Uh, Timmy Thomas, Kid Gumshoe, got mm. this teaser trailer animated for this. He's a little boy detective uh, who has a wiener dog, which has the voice nice. of Patrick Warburton because I thought originally it was going to be Shaquille O'Neal, but then it started Ooh. turning a little too Davy Goliath for me, you know, so <laughs> so, you know, I just changed it to Patrick Warburton and uh, hey, Timmy. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to solve that mystery with you. I'm going to sit over here and look like crotch. Um, yeah, but it, I got this little teaser, teaser trailer animated uh, by a great animator named Josh Stifter. Oh, um, cool. I like and that stuff. He, he actually he's the one who did um he's the one who did the Jay and Bob animation at the end of the at the end of the musical. Oh nice. Uh, yeah. He stayed, he stayed oh yeah, right at the end there. Credits. I like that. I like sequence. Yeah, I thought that was slick. I really liked that on the t- on the uh, table there. It was that was fantastic. By the way, now let's talk about some of your projects here cuz we could talk for hours and oh, yeah. I want to get into some of the grit here because yeah. you've done so many cool things even since we last spoke there. You know, you had a voiceover show. Would you mind talking about that? Because I thought that was super cool. And uh, obviously, yeah, the, the Clerks musical. Like one of the five people that watched it, but I appreciate you watched it. <laughs> oh my, that was great. Yeah, though. basically, um, what I did was I just took all these all these silly stories that had actually happened to me, like you know, working with clients and that sort of stuff, and I just sort of dramatized them just a little bit. But I mean, in general, like they're you know, it's probably about ninety five percent accurate or so from what actually happened, right. and then. I don't have an agent. I do everything myself. So my agent character on that was more just like the other part of my brain where it's like, where, <laughs> you know, you're, it's like that devil angel conversation. Right. Yeah. And so my agent in that show, it's my buddy, Jared, the guy who played Randall in the clerks thing. Yeah. And it's um, great by the way. Yeah. And, uh, and if I've ever seen you stand up comedy, he's probably the guy introducing me. He's a, he, he owns that. He owns that club. That's the stand up. Uh, that's the place I do stand up at. That's that club. Oh, fantastic. That's a cool spot right there. It's like yeah, a really and, cool spot. Yeah, um, you know the Robert Rodriguez uh, idea of it all, which is yeah. I knew I had a bus, a dog, and a guitar, so that's what I was going to use in El Mariachi or whatever. And I I knew I had access to a comedy club that had no windows, so I could shoot there all day, and it would look the same. Folks, and by the way, folks listening, we're talking about Inconvenience, a Clerks musical, which is just a funny piece you put up there on YouTube, and I was blown away by it. It's really well done, man. 
Uh, it's it's great. It's it's uh it's very funny. It, it literally showcases, I think, everything that I've seen you do in one video. Like it's just a great great watch, and I appreciate you sharing that. I wanted to watch yeah. it on my screen. I waited a little bit too long to watch it. I was like, man, I got to jump on this, and I took a look at it and just loved it. And yeah, I, I texted you a second because like. Was that yesterday too? Yeah. You messaged me? Yeah, I was okay, like, oh, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, like you messaged me, and I and I've got this weird thing where I delete texts at the end of every single day, so it's like the next morning I start like a new kind of a thing, yeah, and me too. so yeah, it drives people that I know fucking bonkers because like they'll respond back to me like you know the next day or a day later or whatever, a couple of days later, and half the time I don't know what they're talking about. Right, I'm like, right. what? What's going on? It doesn't. But, by yeah. the way, if you do that too long, as I've tr I've tried that with multiple girls. And my God, it, it, you won't get laid, man. I'm telling you, it's terrible because you just start forgetting who you're talking to. Oh, man, I just I had that backfire, man. <laughs> well, I'm newly single, so I'm not I'm not quite there yet emotionally. But but, but I uh, yeah, no one wants no one wants no girl wants a guy who's just like, I just miss my ex-wife. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> They're like, OK, never mind. <laughs> Uh, we were going to have sex, but then you started to cry like an idiot. Oh, my. <laughs> and then tried to start showing me pictures of your kids. And I just, you know, I'm sure they're great, but fuck off. <laughs> uh, goodness. But, uh, yeah, I, um, but the, the voiceover vlog thing, and then we, we'll circle back around to clerks since yeah. it's the most recent. But, yeah, it's, you can find it all. Uh, I can give you the, the YouTube link for the, for the show notes or whatever in yeah. on the website. And stuff, Absolutely. So people can check it out on the website but um yeah it's a youtube channel and we did we did seven we were going to do eight because i hosted a voiceover panel at the local comic-con here and which was cool it was in this tiny little room packed with like 60 people which is pretty much what it held you know i think there was like 75 chairs in there hmm, yeah. and i entertained these people who had no idea who i was for an hour and like, you know, and, and talk to him, talk about voiceover. And I, you know, I made a couple different reels and different stuff I could show him and, you know, certain animated stuff and then certain, you know, and some more of the commercial stuff or whatever. And then just did voices, told stories and, you know, and all that kind of crud. And, uh, and it was so much fun. I had so much fun, but like the voice of Jem from the Jem and the holograms. Oh, 80s wow. cartoon, That's classic. She I... was going to be there and we yeah. were going to do it together originally, but then something happened. She couldn't, she, she couldn't come or something. Hmm. So that was actually going to be the finale episode was like me and Jem. And like, we, you know, and we were going to like do this comic con panel and stuff like that, but it didn't pan out. Oh, wow. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's a cool little thing. Like that was my first sort of time working with Jared in a professional manner. Like we podcast together and that sort of stuff. And you know, he's one of my best friends, but that was sort of our first sort of, foray into it and then the and then kind of right after that because we'd just done the uh celebrity against celebrity impressions thing oh yeah and um <laughs> and so then it's like we kind of kept like the ball going and stuff so that was most of my spring and summer last year and right. then um i remember then, you were yeah, busy I, though. I remember texting you and you were you were busy yeah yeah uh, i like well yeah because I, I like doing all the editing and i like you know because i mean like i said i grew up doing all that stuff you know and it was yeah. all in camera at the time but then i got into high school and you know we had deck to deck svhs and you know <laughs> Um, and then eight millimeter tape and then yeah. mini, mini DV and then mini HD and all that sort of stuff. So, right. and now all digital. Yeah, that's crazy. Unless you're Chris Nolan. And, <laughs> but, uh, or Tarantino, uh, well, or Tarantino for that matter too. Yeah. Or Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and then I heard on a podcast, you know, Kevin, uh, Smith saying like, I get the rights back to clerks in the UK. And then I also get the musical rights back in 2017 huh. and, 
going all the way back to when I was working at that coffee shop, just for a visual for, for you, Max, not for the listener, but when the listener, I had the music, I had written the music uh, in 2010. I had the intro and the first two verses. So like it stopped after like we did, after we popped up from behind the counter with that, with oh, that yeah. small dude. Yeah. That's where it stopped. And I, I had, I'd had that like first 90 <laughs> seconds or whatever it was since 2010. And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, oh man, I could retcon this piece of music. And it's like, it's about clerks. I could set it in the world and all this stuff. And then I, okay, so what's, you know, what's the process here? And what's the, and then I started like reaching out to people that I know, like mm-hmm. the guys who shot it, uh, the Baker brothers, bakerbrosmedia.com. Mm, yeah. Uh, if, I like that uh, for, job. Yeah, they're they uh they're working with some some crazy Red Bull sponsored kayakers right now. They just show me some of the footage like they they were working on that. Like when I go over to their editing suite, they're like, dude, we were just in Colorado with these fucking guys are crazy. Nice. Watch this shit. They're just like jumping <laughs> off of shit like in these fucking crazy rivers. I'm like, oh, holy my. shit. That stuff's no you know, joke. It was, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. you know, the that's what they do you know they're and i've known them since they were little kids because their their family is the family who owns the theme park that i go play at you know during the summer i dress up as a witch or whatever and and you know do fractured fairy tales out there but <laughs> but so i know them since they were little kids and yeah. so i was like hey you know you guys do like weddings and corporate gigs and commercials and stuff you guys got a lot of that stuff you guys want a musical and then can i pay you in friendship huh <laughs> And I was like, I mean, I mean, I offered to pay their day, their day rate, but they yeah. were just like, no, friendship, friendship will be paying. Oh, that's cool. Like, Man, they did a good job, though. I like yeah, the way well, it moves, too. Yeah, it's a they've great. got this uh, fucking, and that's not even the 4K version. That's just 1080p. Like, yeah. they've got the 4K version. It's just, with all the color correction, all the stuff we did, it's like a 35-hour render or something. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, it's no joke. Yeah. yeah it's but, like 10 uh, minutes, uh, but it also, 10-minute <laughs> uh, video that takes, yeah. 30 yeah. billion hours of render like color correction, like yeah. all the stuff that we did on because of the, the way that it shot and what we did with it. But, um, it's awesome. But yeah, I, I, I kind of reached out to him. Then we had our first meeting down there at Capital City Theater. And and you're in Salem, Oregon for all your stand-up and improv comedy needs. And um, <laughs> I got to do that for Jared. He's listening. He's judging. He's like, thank you. Do the plug. Um, nice. Shout out to Jared, by the way. Shout out to Jared. Nah, fuck Jared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, and so so I was like, okay, great. And I'm a, like, I'm a deadline whore. So yeah. it's like, I was like, okay, great. So we had our first meeting, I think, at the end of February. February. And we sat there and I pitched him my idea and kind of told him like what the basic idea would be. And, you know, the basic idea. And they were like, okay, what's the basic idea? I was like, oh, but a clerk's musical. They're like, yeah, but like what? And I was like, okay, here's the idea. Okay, Dante and Randall. And I just started improvising. And I was oh, like, nice. okay, Dante and Randall, yeah. Dante and Randall, they have a, they have a failed podcast taping because, you know, Kevin likes podcasting. And I was like, <laughs> they have a failed podcast taping. And then afterwards, because there's a line in clerks where Randall goes, snack cake as he's like walking by and he like grabs a snack cake so I, I was he goes oh table brownie because like you know the audience had trashed like the the, the theater we messed up the theater and stuff and like you know made it look like they went nuts and were just throwing shit at us kids the brownie has drugs in it and then <laughs> and then it's a, and it's shot in black and white and yeah. then when the curtain opens it wizard of oz is, it becomes color and it goes into the musical right. and then you know there's the there's about a six and a half minute p musical oh man it's fantastic too and it's like you literally just run the show man you you're the you're the star of this musical it's just it's phenomenal it, yeah, i love what you did I, how long did that take to put together so let's see music 
Uh, I was like I said, we met in February and then like, you know, we actually shot it four times. Like we we met in February the first time and I kind of like vomited out the idea in front of him. Yeah. And then the next time we met, uh, we kind of improvised the script based on what I had said that first time. Jared and I, because he's a wonderful imp- he teaches improv down at Cap City. And oh, so he's, awesome. he's easy to improv off of. And, we, you know, just our friendship. So we just kind of we put the camera down. And so we improvised like all that, you know, beginning dialogue. And I was like, you know, and then we'll have kind of like a clerk's montage, you know, like how he's opening mm-hmm. quick stop and stuff like we'll do that with like setting up the theater and stuff. And and uh, and we got lucky on that car shot too, like oh, that, yeah. that car shot where I love, yeah, like, pulled up. Yeah. At the beginning. And then like, because I was like holding up traffic. Like I would wait till the light and I would go at like the last second. <laughs> and then I would just like stay at the back till everyone else left. And then it's like, I would, and we did it five times. And that was actually the first take. Nice. And the only time that I wasn't blocked by a car, like, you know, almost immediately. Little gorilla like, style right. filmmaking there. Yeah. And so, and so, yeah, we, uh, so we did all that. Um, uh, we didn't shoot that beforehand, but we, you know, we improvised all the dialogue and then yet again, what? there was or no, no, on the sorry, on the first time that we shot, not not on that day. Oh, okay, I was about but, to say. Um, and still, so, because I like to work from improv, like when I'm writing a script, because then nice. I know like there's good ideas and stuff. And then they're like, okay, so how how's all the musical stuff going to go? And I hadn't even finished the music yet. Wow. The first time they brought down their camera, and I was like, oh right, um, okay, so we start over here at the piano, and then over the next 15 minutes. I just we walked through everything and I would just like start humming stuff like uh, in the moment and start moving and start dancing. And I basically blocked out and I've got I've got the I've still got the video. I blocked out improving the entire what you see is basically what I improvised and blocked out. Get the hell out of here. You're kidding. Yeah, me. I was like, I was like, OK, so I'm sitting at the piano. Then I get up and then we'll kind of walk over here Man. and then, oh. Oh, and then we'll pop out like Muppets from behind the counter. And then we'll come out from around the counter. And then we'll go back up onto the stage. But there's a guy sitting there this time. And then it's going to do, oh, man, it'll be so cool. Like, all the lights will go out do a breakdown. It's like Chicago or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's cool. Lining and stuff. And then we do like a hit the road jack part. And like, you know, and then we'll do some tap steps and all that sort of stuff. And then like, oh, oh, oh. And then remember in Clerks when that when that old guy jacked off in the magazine and died. And then the girl <laughs> fucked him. And then she went into like a crazy coma. Okay, so... <laughs> We'll go into oh the bathroom. My. We've got that long hallway, right? And then, like, I'll pop, you know, oh, out of order sign. Then I'll pop out of the thing. And then, like, we'll have this guy in the toilet. And he's, like, looking at pornography. We'll blur out the magazine. And then we do this crazy long tracking shot. And it's like a, it's like a fucking beauty. Oh, I love it's that beauty, shot, by beauty, the way. It's just coming out. Right. I was like, it'll be like the beauty and the beast shit. And then we'll come out. And then we'll all do, like, we'll have a bunch of dancers. And we'll do, like, you know, and then we'll do a waltz. And then it's like, we do this sort of big da 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 And then I, boom, <laughs> hit the splits throw randall in the chair and then it fades back into black and white and we're like and they were just like oh wait don't say it. we're not going to give away the ending you cannot give away no, the ending. No, no. okay but i was Phew. just like <laughs> i was just like you know and then and then Can't we're done do yeah and, and they were just like it's it's okay it is and they did, like the camera on me the whole time and they and so like we were cutting and going stuff and then like and that was like the first time we kind of shot it and then like the next time we had the script written and they brought down their lighting rig. Uh, and then the next time we got together, because I was rehearsing them like theater, right? you know, so on the day. So then the next time they came down, we, we, we fucked with like, you know, different lenses. Cause you know, yeah. they know all that stuff and I don't, but I would just show them like shots from different Gene Kelly movies and stuff like that. Nice. And they're like, Oh, that's like, that is like, you know, that's a 58 and this is a 34 right. and this, one, you know, and I'm just like, cool numbers. I got numbers too. <laughs> And, and, you know, I was just like, yeah, sure. And they would just kind of show it to me. And I go, yeah, that looks good. Or I'm like, no, nah, do you have one that makes it look more like this? I go, oh, yeah, that's probably this one. I go, okay, great. Let's try that. And and so, yeah, we got together like five times and we shot four times. And all the way through, we did a run through every single time and we shot it. So that what you saw, all the dialogue and like all the stuff in black and white, the basically sandwiches, the beginning and end is 
was shot on a Saturday, which uh, the first Saturday in May, it was shot on Saturday. Uh, and we worked from about 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Wow. That's, that's and then awesome. everything, everything in color was shot on Sunday and we worked from about 8.30 a.m. to 10.45 at night. Wow. That's awesome. That's a fun day. The very first shot of the day is that is that one where we're on stage with yeah. a, a uh, I call him the big tipper, my buddy Jesse, who's like in the tux or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, that was awesome. the first shot of the day. <laughs> and it was the uh, first take. Nice. And like, oh man, this will be fucking easy. It yeah. was not easy. Really? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last shot of the day is actually the shot right before that, where we come out from behind the bar and we talk about Michael Bay being an asshole or something like that. And, um, and that was the last shot of the day at like nine 45 at night. And then, you know, oh, wow. we broke down and, you know, all had a beer together and, you know, we're like, wow, we did. And like, I'd done the splits early and those are all the yeah, split all- there. That that's brutal, man. I, I'm still feeling that. I'm feeling that <laughs> right now, man. That's no joke. I, do. I walked around like Mr. Burns the next oh, day. Like, God. You yeah, held it too. You held the split. You, you, you well, literally. That's what, um, that's what, that's what kind of did it. Cause it's like, I would get down into it and I'd just be down there. And oh. then I'd be like, can we get a fucking action there? You're the director, dick. And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I stayed down in them and like, yeah, it took a while. But yeah, those are all kids that I work with out in the Enchanted Forest. And I was like, hey kids, want to make wow. 20 bucks? You know, that's and fantastic. so I knew they could all kind of dance and move. And, you know, I've known for, for many years and they're, they're all musical theater people or dancers or whatever. So, you know, I knew I could trust them. And, and, and we shot that, all of that stuff with them or whatever. We shot it in under 90 minutes. Wow. That's crazy. Shout out to everybody who was involved in it. Everybody just did just a great job. I was impressed, yeah. man. I'm not a big musical person. Uh, you know, yeah. I'll go, you know, every once in a while and I'm a little bit more open to it now. And I watched this and I loved it. And, uh, yeah. it's just cool seeing it, you do uh, all these things, man. I, I just, I knew you were talented, you know, because I, you know, obviously, you know, we follow each other on Instagram and obviously sure. I, uh, have seen some of the stuff that you've done and, you know, you would talk to me about this stuff and it was just cool to see like literally everything that you've been talking about over the past mm-hmm. few months come together and something that just blew my mind there. I was, yeah, because I like talking to you because you know you're you're a guy you're 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 a lover of film and a guy who who makes his own stuff. So like you know, I knew I could talk to you about it and you would get it. You know, yeah. you would really really hone in on it. at least that you know that nerdy yeah that that hallway shot that yeah uh, yeah. Shout out to Waterhouse Dent for letting us borrow their Steadicam rig. Yeah, it was um, awesome. I love the way that moved. It, yeah. it was just perfect. It reminded me of so many musicals. Like the way everything was just well well done, yeah. man. I could not have done this myself. Like I said, I Jared, he was like my, you know, he was like my, he was my rock. Yeah. All of this. Fantastic. Right. And uh, if you're a fan of Kevin Smith, there's a lot of jokes you're going to get because right. like in the lyrics, you know, it's all, you know, certain visual gags, you know, all the, yeah. all from clerks. Yeah. It was really, so really many well different done. references. Yeah. So many references. And by the way, great voices too. I was surprised, man. I knew you had a good voice, obviously, but uh, you know, you can sing too. You can hold a, hold a note for sure, man. Oh, thank it's, you. It's yeah. Great. And then you, Jared is not the greatest singer in the world. So there's those two sections where Jared really <laughs> sings, which is the waltz and that like that break it down, you know, mood lighty, sexy Chicago section. Right. That's our piano player Kent singing for him. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my. But yeah. And then, oh, and I got to give this up. I work with another amazing uh, guy, uh, Justin Bartu out of New York. Right. He, he's the guy who arranged everything coming full circle. I put an ad out on Craigslist. Wow. And, uh, he responded, he was the fourth person to respond. And I needed somebody with realistic sound libraries. And he's a guy. And, you know, I talked to, Anybody in the industry, if you get an email from your agent, if you get a, if there's a breakdown and there is a list of shit to do, 
follow it to the T. Right. Because I purposely in my ad gave a list at the end in the order that I wanted it. Right. And, and the title of the email, how I wanted it. Because if you're going to work with somebody and you're going to give that person money, you know, and like you want to know that they can follow. And so like. Oh, that's so that, true, man. I'm glad you, you said that, by the follow way. Follow it. Fucking, I, they immediately got deleted. If the subtitle yep, exactly. was what I wanted, you know, if they didn't send me a sample that was relevant to what I was talking about, because everybody basically sent me, so many people just got oh, right in the God. trash because it was on Zimmer just whoa, right, right. Like how is that a musical? Like yep. you know. And so he was like, he was the and I, and I talked to him on the phone. I was like, like I don't fourth guy. I don't care if he's the you know the five hundred. Like this is the dude. Like you can just tell when you talk to somebody. And so he took like all of Kent's piano arrangements, and then I like did a bunch of MIDI mockups. You know, and I don't have as many phrasings, and I don't have a great library, but I like wrote melodies and stuff. And then he took all of those and transformed them and changed them, and you know orchestrated them to different instruments and made it sound. He's really, re- I mean, I directed him, but like. He brought you know, it. he's really responsible for the final sound and the oh, way the fantastic. orchestra, you know, it's like, I would be like, I like this thing from here and the, you know, from this, this song and this thing, you know, all that sort of stuff. So like, you know, delegation, this is the first time, this is the other big lesson that I, that I, that I wanted to learn with this, which is I normally shoot, edit, do, I do everything myself. Right. This is the first time that I w- I barely looked at a lot of playback. I trusted nice. those guys. Yeah. I went like, and also why we shot it n- numerous times, you know, in a row, because then like they would give me like, you know, a rough cut together. Mm, yeah. And I, Oh, you know, I know there's a rough cut, but you know, on the day, this will be like, this, this will be like this. So this may affect this. And I would give them notes. And so when we got there, I didn't have to look at the playback unless I wanted to, cause we were having a good time. Right. But, like, uh, like I didn't want to have to worry about it. Like, right. you know, I would the shot beforehand and I would have, you know, like that's one of the Baker brothers, the kid who was on the toilet. That's, cool. That's, cool. That's, by the way, Ben, we're going to have to wrap this up here soon, so nope. we're going to have to make it uh, short here. We went a little over here, so I, I know we've got a lot to talk about. I'm going to have to bring you back on because uh, yeah, there's no some problem. other stuff that I certainly want to uh, to chat about here, and yeah. I and I want to I want to kind of get to uh, to some other stuff here because yeah, I know you uh, you definitely uh, folks for, first get all my people in there. Yeah, yeah. Any, anybody else you want to plug here? Kent Wilson, great. Justin Bartu, all of the, you know, if you just watch the thing, all, all their websites are at the at the end of the of the credits. Okay, the, fantastic. All the and everything. So you can check it out there. Inconvenience, a clerk's musical, in the same YouTube thing, which will be in the show notes. Now, on to your next question. <laughs> and folks, definitely check that out, uh, because it is a great watch. You'll be able to see this man do so many things that I'm, I'm still getting over the split. I'm still, I'm still hurt yeah, from you- that, man. Yeah, to know that I'm six two and two hundred and thirty pounds, and how fast I spin and drop into those things. <laughs> Final thing that I'll say about this: if you were to go one frame after, which is why it's such a quick cut, if you were to go one frame after, all of those kids all just went, "Oh shit!" And like the guys, like because they didn't realize that we were rolling, they thought like we were doing like a rehearsal or whatever. Yeah, but I just I always just tell them to roll in the rehearsals because then like people aren't thinking about it, you know, that red light syndrome. And so they weren't expecting me to drop. And like if you hear the actual audio, I'll have to just find the actual clip and like (laughs) without music over it. It's a blooper right there. You know, it's you just hear this thud and like i shook the floor and ever and like held it for just like a split second they went oh fuck and like they walked out of frame and stuff they're like are you okay like i was like yeah man i'm fine like because you know you add the tap sounds and later you add in you know uh, all the voices are pre-recorded then you know you adr the tap sounds later like i did it yeah sitting right here where i am right now i just stuck a microphone on the floor because i got wood floors oh that's awesome but yes by the way your tap is your tap skills are sick man oh my Thank god you so much. it's just incredible video everything about it is is uh it, it has 
has your name written all over it, man. It's it's quite a it's quite a treat. Yeah, I hope, I hope your your listeners will will check it out. And and then if you guys like it, you know, share it because I wanted to. I saw Kevin. I gave him one of those stickers that you see, and nice. you know. The only thing I'll say is the movie ain't over until you see Jane Silent Bob. But, like, <laughs> but I gave him a sticker. I went and watched him in Portland, and he and that night I tweeted at him with the link, and he liked it. So I'm assuming he saw it, but oh, I definitely nice. want confirmation, you know. So share it at Kevin Smith, you know, on Twitter and Instagram, that sort of stuff. But yeah, share it, get it out there. I want to let's see if we can get this thing over a thousand views. I think it deserves at least. 1, oh hell yeah, it does. My God, <laughs> that's a, at least. I mean, come on now. Oh man, I appreciate you sharing that. Now we are approaching the end of the program. Yes. Here. One thing I want to ask you, and you've already dropped some advice, uh, but there may be someone listening to this that they need some advice. Maybe they want to do what you're doing right now, which is you know pretty incredible to say the Give least. Give up. There's no work. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my work alone, you jerks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. But, um, yeah, man, I, I would love for you to give some advice and really give our listeners you know, an opportunity to kind of learn from somebody who's out there doing their thing. And from a distance yeah. too, it's it's quite it's quite fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I think you know, maybe once a year I do something here that's for something here in Oregon. Other than that, yeah, I don't. Everything is completely on you know, other sides of the world. You know, Australia, England, all that sort of stuff. And we kind of, you know, we said this last time, but it still holds true because I've, I, I fired, and I won't go into the whole story, but I did fire somebody from the musical because they were a dick. And like, and I knew the person beforehand, but the biggest thing you can do is always be professional because like, even if you're not getting the most money, even if you're not, you know, maybe some film student now, but you don't know who that, you know, who, who's AD he's going to become or, you know, or she's going to become or whatever it is, you know, like I had a friend down in California who worked on that Jean-Claude Van Damme cooking kitchen thing with me, who's now I think a producer on the Goldbergs. And she was, right. she was, she was the receptionist at happy Madison at the time. You know? right. and now mm-hmm. she, fucking, she works on the Goldbergs. I was like, mother fuck, man. Yep. You just never know. Uh, but like, you know, don't be a dick. Follow the follow. Like I said, if there's a breakdown, make sure you double check, read it because casting director, like do the, the biggest thing. And now having cast people and work with people, you know, you think about things differently, you know, and I'm sure, you know, this, like you think about things differently when you've cast something, when you've created something, when you, you know, this is the most, like I said, the most people I've on a project, you know, there's 15 to 20 people. I think that worked on this probably more closer to 15. Right. That's mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Like, it's normally me <laughs> in my fucking basement with like a camera, you know, <laughs> and like, but yeah, it's like 15 other people that I was like working with. So like be easy to work with, be somebody where they want to work with you. Like I, I always ask clients, you know, why did you pick me? And they're like, well, you know, or, or why do you keep coming back? You know, I'll just check in with them sometimes or mm-hmm. like, well, you're easy to work with. Like, it's just, you know, we get on the line you're like, cause I've got this client in New York. We hop on the line. Hey, how are you? Good. How are the kids? Great. Let's knock it out. 20 minutes on the Ryan. Boom. Here's your check. Thanks so much. Right. And like, and they come back to me because they're like, you know, we've worked with voice talents before and, you know, some of them can be difficult. And I was yeah, just like, mm-hmm. it's weird. But I was like, you get paid for sitting in your shorts. It's awesome. Shut up. And like, <laughs> But like, you know, and, and then, you know, if you're auditioning for things, you know, if there's certain, you know, slate the way that it, they want you to, you know, mm-hmm. learning, learning those things about the slate, you know, which is just like, for me, it's Bentley Michaels, two takes, right? take one. And then you go into it. Wait, you know, wait like a second and a half, take two. Wait a second and a half, do it, you know, or whatever, you know, if there's, you know, be very conscientious of the time, you know, and because a casting director, they just want to go home. They don't exactly. Give a fuck. Like, like, just be the person, you know, I always just basically try to be the person. So like, you know, and, and, and that's the biggest thing. If you want to get hired, be the person that can solve the problem for them, which is 
show up on time, which means early, have a good, you know, have a good work ethic, obviously, and don't be a dick. That's so like, true. You know, and, and that, and that's all you need. And you keep doing that. You're going to get hired because you're just like, he's easy to work with. Exactly. You know, you know all of my skills mean jack shit. If I'm an asshole. Yep. Exactly. Some people would arguably, you know, say that I am, but like, you know, <laughs> no, uh, man. but you know, like <laughs> all of those things that I can do, writing music, dancing, playing, whatever it is, like whatever, you know, it is that we're doing voices, all that crap. Like that means nothing. If I'm a fucking pain in the ass to work with. That's so true. That's great you know? advice. Absolutely. So, excellent. So, advice. So like we said last time to keep it simple, don't be a dick. Absolutely. <laughs> I co-sign that 150% right there. Now, I want to say one thing here because you've got, well, I didn't do this to you and God, I, I do this to all my guests here. Oh, please. Land. I'm down for whatever. Are you sure you want to deal with this? Because I, I, oh man, I didn't do this the first time you were on the show and, oh man, I, I just. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Wow. You want to dive right in here. <laughs> the well. only thing I can do is say no. <laughs> all right, man. You want to dive right in? All right. Well, let's see. What do you got for me? <laughs> you got music. Now, Bindley, this is the part of the show where I ask my guests to share a fun fact about themselves. Now, I did all that for this, right? Now, this okay. fun fact, Bindley's got to be something that people don't know about you. So, somebody listening to this podcast has got to learn something about you that, you know, maybe they didn't know before. I'm going to put okay. the spotlight on you, sir. The floor is yours. A fun fact, Bindley. Well, I don't know if you know this, but in the Marvel world, you know, Nightcrawler, the blue guy that can disappear and reappear. Oh, yes. From the X-Men. Uh, like Nightcrawler, I don't know if you knew this, Nightcrawler has two penises. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Oh, I was, uh, <laughs> I just had to do that. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that'd be fucked oh, up. God, you're I, killing I, me. I also have a tail. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> No, I uh, I was actually as as a little kid I was disappointed because I kept getting sore throats and shit. And so usually that means it's time to get your tonsils out. And uh, and so I went into the doctor and like you know uh, and he's like sore throat again. I'm like yeah. He's like oh okay. And we gotta so he looks at my throat and he's like well you've already had your tonsils out. This is weird. I was like well no 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 no. I'm here for the tonsils and the ice cream for like a week. And he's like wait you haven't had your tonsils out before. I was like no. And he's like so you were born without tonsils. I was like no. What? Yeah, yeah. I was no way. Wow. That is an interesting fun fact. My goodness. (laughs) I mean, it's not as great as two dicks, but, like, you know. Oh, my. If you took two dicks, you probably wouldn't have tonsils, but that's a whole other. Oh, oh, I'm just going to. uh, I'm going to leave that. (laughs) I'm going to leave that one alone right there. Now, Good for you, Mac. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope my parents aren't listening because I said I was going live. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, outrageous. Outrageous. My mom called me. Oh I can tell you without a fact that he does not indeed have two penises. By the way, my mom is also Adam Sandler as an old woman. <laughs> uh, before we go here. Uh, you've yeah. got a couple podcasts here that I want to make sure we mention here. If you wouldn't mind kind of pitching those and throwing that sure. out there for folks that are listening. 
I've got your classic two white guys who think they're funny, which is called Thinking Thoughts. And uh, and that's uh, Jared and I from uh, the Clerks musical. Uh, he's the guy who plays Randall. And that's we just kind of we wrap up our week. You know, it's a, basically an excuse for me to make theme songs and little little fun music in- interludes. But like, yeah, you got three sections, weekly wrap up, talking tinsel town and hypothetic hyperbole in which we just like improv crazy scenarios like, you know, based off of like a simple kind of like, would you rather type question or something like that? You know, it's just simple. It's fun if you just like to, you know, listen to two doofuses yell and scream at each other for no, you know, no reason. <laughs> then I've got the 45th parallel, which is a paranormal podcast. And on, uh, you got to, uh, tell, tell me which number it was in your intro. There was that, that dude talking about like something paranormal. Oh something. yeah. Michael. Yeah. Michael Deacon. You gotta tell me, you gotta tell me which number that one is. Cause I heard that I was like, Oh yeah, I gotta get in on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a paranormal podcast. It's, um, you know, we talk about aliens and Bigfoot and conspiracy theories and all sorts of stuff. And, um, you know, you know, interesting news that happens, you know, to, uh, why we had a buddy that went down to South America and he did like a, he learned a bunch of the lore and talked to people down there. So we had him come on and we've had ghost hunters on and oh, wow. we had on Dr. Drew's wife and one of her sidekicks. She's oh, cool. got a podcast called uh, uh, Calling Out, I think mm-hmm. is what it was, Reaching Out or Calling Out. And we had one of her sidekicks on, you know, uh, and and her, and it was great to talk to them and that sort of stuff. And, uh, and then I have a new podcast for all of you creative types. I don't know why I have never played Dungeons and Dragons before in my entire oh, life. what? But Chaotic Amateurs, yeah. we're about 14 episodes in. It's a real play, 5e, OG, homebrew no D and D thing, and I play a little three foot two gnome, Lanston Philly Duke, and um, <laughs> you know, and I like I listened to this other podcast called Sneak Attack, and I was just listened to him with my buddies. I was like, mm-hmm. my buddy Caleb, who who who's on the show as well, and I was just like, man, is this what D and D is like? You you improvise and you create a story, and you fuck around like you can be funny with your friends and record it, and they're like, well you don't always have to record it. I was like, Oh fuck. But, and then, then Kay was, you want to start a podcast? I was like, fuck yeah, we do. And so we had Rhett. He's the guy who went down to uh, South America. My buddy boss from 45th. Oh yeah. And then, uh, and then my, our, my buddy Caleb, who's a martial arts instructor and, uh, and, uh, and a fitness guy. And, uh, and we all, we get together. We, we play and we're nice. I, and you're it's called chaotic Amateur. I did the, uh, the, the graphic design for that, for that podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I uh, with a little with a little help from the internet there, and but uh, um, yeah, that was fun, and it's fun. It's my favorite thing. You know, we it's like every other Saturday we get together for a couple hours, and we'll you know we knock out two sixty minute episodes, and then I edit them. There's music, there's sound effects, and you get to listen to basically three people who had never played, and then our DM Rhett, who played a lot, DMs a lot, and he's he's really fantastic. Kind of create this whole world for us, and uh, wow. you get kind of like listen to people who had never played before get to play for the first time and and you know we're about 16 episodes in now and oh, wow. uh it's reported not released but i think 14 just came out today we release on mondays and uh it's it's honestly it's one of my favorite things in the world because it's like i get into it like you know scoring you know like i've got all these like you know all this music and we do sound effects and stuff and wow so it's fun to like fuck around and like i just like playing because like i want to know what's going to happen yeah you know? so like, yeah any of you actor people out there, I uh, I highly suggest playing D and D. If there's a group around you, you have no idea how many actors play D and D. It's fucking so crazy. True. That's like, so so true. Because it's such a creative outlet. It's good for improvising. It's good character working skills. You get to build your own character. So I highly recommend it to any actors listening. I salute to that. By the way, folks, that's three podcasts. I don't even know how you do it, man. That's just outstanding work right there. It's a hell of a commitment, man. That's a hell of a commitment. iCal is uh, is pretty full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of time management. Yeah, no doubt about that. By the way, that's that's the recipe for success right there, man. That's it's really a testament to all the work you put in. You know, you, delegation and calendars and making sure to you know 
set plenty of reminders, especially if you forget as much crap as I do. You know, it's it's important to have as many reminders as possible. Go oh, yeah. on and turn in the work early because if you think like, I don't know how many times it's been like, oh man, I, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then it's like, I'm like, oh, right. And I'll forget. I'm yep. like, oh, crap. Yep. You know, so, you know, do it in the, in the moment, do it on the time, you know, and do it, you know, it, once it comes up in your queue, you know, be organized, have everything, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. And, you know, whether you're directing a short film, running your own home business, whatever it is, have a schedule, have a calendar and make sure that you execute your schedule and your calendar to the T, have a queue, be organized. Like you can't, you know, it's not, you know, it's life. Like I'm 35 years old and you know, you always kind of feel like a little kid, but like, you know, once I, once I really start thinking of it as a business, like I said earlier, like you really gotta, really gotta focus on that. Whether you want to be an actor, you want to be a producer, whatever, whoever's listening to this, you want to be a writer, set aside that time to write, set aside that time to go to a seminar, set aside that time to hop on a webinar and make sure that you are constantly learning and polishing your skills. You know, listen to, if you're a voice actor, listen to what people who book jobs sound like. Yep. How are they manipulating the microphone? You know, whatever it is, do your homework and don't be a dick. That's the truth, man. Don't be a dick. Do the homework, my God, and put in the work. That's for sure. Now, how can folks get in touch with you? And also, how can they listen to your podcasts? Podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, you know, uh, my Thinking Thoughts and 45th, um, Chaotic Amateurs is Caleb's more in charge of that as far as like he's got a website for it and he's got all this, you know, 45th has a website as well. Thinking Thoughts doesn't because like I said, it's just a silly thing. It's more just kind of like, you know, to, to blow off steam. But yeah, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. So that, that should cover, you know, and then I think Stitcher feeds into a bunch of other, you know, oh, um, yeah. Windows media of, friendly, yeah. non-Mac user idiot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love so, yeah, that. Whatever, whatever podcast app you have, we're probably on there. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, Bentley, my God, it has been a pleasure, as it always is, having you on the program. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me coming back. Oh, man, it's it's been a ride, man. I, I really appreciate when you come on, man, and talk that real talk and also make people laugh, which is very difficult to do, I think. You know, it's a special type <laughs> of skill set that you are blessed with. So I appreciate you, you know, sharing some laughs out there. And I want to send a shout-out to everybody who's been listening to this live and those that are in the chat and folks that weren't able to catch this on the live stream the podcast version will be uploaded in a few days. But, Bentley, I've got to bring you back in the future. That's for yeah. sure, man. We'll definitely at, do this again. At Bentley Who uh, on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And then, you know, at uh, B-E-N-T-L-E-Y-W-H-O. I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. At Bentley Who on Twitter and Instagram or BentleyMichaels.com. You can send me a note there or, you know, send me a direct message on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. If you got a project or whatever, we can... Uh, you know, chat it up. Let's get crazy. Absolutely. Cash them checks. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that, man, but you you really bring it, man. You really do. So you know, if you you well, you my hire... got braces, and that rod is insanely expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you one thing, though. You know, when folks, you know, you reach out to Bentley, you're going to get some quality work. So, you know, this guy, uh, this guy puts it in. That's for sure. Oh my, I'm not even going to touch that innuendo. Yeah, but... that's life. <laughs> On that note, folks, that was... On your ear holes. <laughs> oh, my. Again, shout out to everybody who's been listening to this live. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Bentley Michaels. Make sure you check this man out. Make sure you check out this musical. Make sure you check out some of his other stuff. It's just uh, phenomenal what he's doing. And, uh, yeah, I think it's time to fade out here, Bentley. What do you think? In a world where Max is going to fade it out... 
On that note, we will be back with more after this break. And welcome back to the Cinema After Dark podcast. Before we wrap, I want to thank our guest again, Mr. Bentley Michaels. What a great discussion that was. I swear I could literally talk to that man for hours. And uh, we often do talk for hours. But uh, what a what a funny gentleman he is. And just a talented person. He's really somebody who, uh, when I, I love bringing him on because he's certainly inspiring to say the least. But uh, you know, shout out to Benley for coming on, kind of impromptu there. My God. I want to thank all of you for tuning in as well. Everybody that's in the chat, people that are listening outside of the chat, I really appreciate you tuning in and spending some time here on your Monday evening. And for those that are overseas, I got you know folks in the UK, Japan. My God, that's just outstanding. And one of my buddies, I think, is in Cleveland right now. My goodness gracious, who uh, tuned in too. So I appreciate you all tuning in and you know hanging out with me here tonight. Gosh, you know, a show is not a show without its listeners. So remember, folks, spread the word about this show. I would greatly appreciate that. 